Welcome to Voices from the Dales Cheese Present with me, Andrew Fagg. I've come to a place where it's a cheese festival almost every day. I'm near the foot of Ingleborough Mountain by the A65, which, running between Kirby Lonsdale and Settle, is a great food corridor. It's the Courtyard Dairy. I can see a stone barn, but it's now a cheese shop, and it's said to be the best in the UK, maybe even Europe, and it's right here in the Yorkshire Dales. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Not so bad. Excellent. I've come to see Andy. Have you? Does he know you're coming? He does. That's all right then. Let me, who is it, sorry? It's Andrew. Andrew. Andrew for Andy. Andrew. That's right. I've come to a place with stone flagged floors. So, we are underneath my house. Um, we have two rooms. So normally we would store a whole range of different cheeses in here. Um, things have changed a little bit with the pandemic. But we, uh, yeah, we try and mature hard cheeses, just generally between 8 and 12 degrees, nice and nice, not too moist, not too dry, uh, traditional cloth-bound British types in kind of this environment. And then we have a little environment which is cooler for when they're at the end of their maturation and then we have more humid environments for something like the softer cheeses and, and what we call the wash rind cheeses and then what we do with them will vary so this cheese here is, is kind of the Stonebeck which is made in Nidderdale so only 12 cows and they are making by hand with raw milk and it looks like it's a, a grey kind of mouldy colour yeah, exactly so all our cheeses are what we call natural rinded so traditionally how they would have been done so rather than having vacuum packed blocks of cheeses on a on a pallet, what we have is, is traditional cheese on a shelf, really. Um, it, it's a lot more harder work. It needs a lot more care and attention. These need brushing and turning. Because this grey mould you see here there is exactly that. It's a, a natural mould that, you know, when you're in France, you don't, you don't um, shrug at at all. You see it on the outside of the toms and everything. But when you come to UK, you don't see it so much anymore. But traditionally, this is how cheeses would have been. You know, they would have had these natural coats on them. This one's bound in cloth, which has a thin layer which protects it as well which when it comes to selling it will take off, but as it's maturing, it just helps add, add an extra layer of protection. Right, and you have an implement in your hand. I do, so as they're maturing, we'll go along and, and we'll try and ascertain how well they're maturing. So this particular cheese we're looking at here was made on the 5th of July. So this producer, as with a lot of our producers, still makes seasonally. So it's made in the spring and summer. And we are probably reaching about the ideal maturity for this cheese now. But rather than just guess, every batch will mature slightly differently. So we put a little cheese iron in. And that was a little pop, wasn't it, of the iron going through the cloth? Going through the cloth and into the cheese, yeah. And it'll just give us an idea of how this cheese is maturing. And it, and it allows you, Andrew, to have a taste as well. Oh, thank you. You don't get much, I'm afraid. I've only been here five minutes uh, and you've got cheese in my mouth straight yeah. away. Right, so, there you go. so that is the Stoneback. Um, and that, for me, you see, that's still got quite a fresh interior, but it's broken down a bit more towards the rind, we can see. And so it's on its way to kind of how we'd like it. So it kind of retains that fresh crumbiness, but also has a bit of a richness starting to develop as well. Well, that was delicious. Yeah. If we might take a step back from this one Nidderdale cheese yes. and draw me the big picture. Uh, what's the Courtyard Dairy story? Well, yeah, we um, moved back north about... Uh, over about 10 years ago now. So I grew up a little bit further north in, in Appleby, in Cumbria, and then uh, worked in, grew up in a hotel restaurant. And we had a fabulous little cheese board. And in those days, most cheese boards would be French in orientation. The, the quality cheese that Britain was renowned for had gone down very much the route of 
consistency and standardization, which is a brilliant market, uh, but we'd lost kind of a lot of our farmhouse, our unpasteurized, little esoteric cheeses for various reasons. And so uh, that caught my eye because uh, in all the best restaurants, everything tended to be French. So I contacted our French supplier and I went to Border France and studied cheese maturing over there just because it seemed like a good thing to do when I was young and had no, no ties. Then came back and worked in the south of England for a few years. But about 10 years ago, as I said, we moved back north to settle. Um, we decided to set up a, a cheese shop to try and help encourage farmers to make cheese in that style, that old-fashioned on-farm, using milk from their own animals, traditional recipes uh, and, and raw milk. And who did you think was the market for that? Where, where is your market? Has that <laughs> changed over the years? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a funny thing. So when we did market research, there was, it kind of, so when you asked people in Settle, would they, uh, were they interested in buying traditional artisan cheese in a cheese shop? And they all pretty much said no. Um, and our market research said it wouldn't work. But we kind of believe that people are, are getting more of an identity to food, where they, they care where their food comes from. And not only that, we believe in our product. We believe, you know, I always think, people say we're good at marketing, but I don't think we are. I just think we have a great product. You know, you scratch away at it and you literally get back to a farmer who's milking animals and farming in a sustainable and traditional way that's, that's good for the environment, but good for the quality of the pasture and good for the quality of the milk that comes off. And so that kind of meant that we thought we could, we're just going to have a go at it. So there was no, our market research said don't bother, but we thought, actually, I believe in the product. And I believe once we can get this into people's mouths and tell them how it's made, we can convert them. And what came first? Was it uh, the shop or the cheese? In other words, were people already producing this cheese or did you and the business come along and prompt cheese making to happen in the Dales? Well, I think there was obviously larger scale cheese makers in the area who were making fabulous cheese, but sourcing milk and making consistent kind of standardized cheese. Um, when we opened our shop, it, we, had a, we, we were about 50% French in range and about 30% from the south of England because what we believed in our ethos was traditional farm cheese. And what we've seen over the last 10 years is a real switch. So, you know, the cheeses you look at in front of you, the Hebden Goat, Stonebeck, Yorkshire Pecorino, the Fellstorm, from throughout, well, the Dales in the north uh, and Yorkshire have come about. You know, when we opened, there wasn't an unpasteurized farmhouse cheesemaker within... 40 miles you know now there's four which is fabulous you know so our range has changed over the last 10 years to have more of a northern focus and more of a of a, of a yorkshire focus because the quality and the availability of local farm cheese has, has improved and i think that i'm not we wouldn't take credit for that but there's no doubt we're part of a, a movement and part of a catalyst of definitely encouraging uh, i mean and trying to help farmers to go down that route now andy i know you're going to take me to another place now yes but just to describe you you are rake thin wearing this <laughs> white cloth cap yes you, you you can't eat much cheese if you if you're thin like this well i always tell my staff they'll lose weight starting to work for me because you know i work them hard but the um but uh, effectively I, and i'm a big believer of traditional fats but we do work in a cold you know it's usually about 12 degrees and cheese is heavy and big so we burn it off we eat a lot of cheese but by stove we burn it off too Okay, so let's try a couple of things. This is Old Rome. It's a lot richer. That's the uh, sound of a tape, taping up some cheese, is that right? That's right, yeah. You're in the, the front of our business, really, the shop, um, which is the bread and butter of what we do, really. Uh, pretty much the majority of our business comes from people coming into the shop and us convincing them to buy traditional farm-made cheese. Well, it's quite a, a law room, isn't it? We're, 
I'm only a couple of inches from the ceiling, just like your pile of parmesan uh, there. Yeah. What did this used to be? So this cut through many things, but uh, most recently it was a falconry centre, um, and then fell into a bit of uh, disrepair. But before that, that was it was just a, a dairy barn where they kept their dairy calves, and we're we're lucky that it, it got converted. And we took it on about five years ago. We moved here so that we could expand, and we we initially put in a museum and cheese making room. And um, the pandemic changed things a little bit, but we've just got planning permission to build a new museum at the back and a new um, uh, cafe event space out the back as well with the view of Ingleborough. So people come through the door. Yes. What are you hoping for in terms of a reaction? So what we're looking for mainly is, well, first of all, surprise, um, because not many people have been into a shop which is just stacked full of cheese. So we, we try and run this shop cool. So it's a maturation room as well. So we can mature cheeses in here as well as sell them. So people come in and get hit by a wall of cheese and then hopefully they get hit by a smell of cheese. And then finally, we want to give them some tasters to, uh, to, to, fin to finish them off, really. Now, I can see another six staff yes. in here. What's the scale of the operation? We employ about 18 people. Um, we employ generally three cheesemongers on a day-to-day -day basis serving and cutting cheese. And the rest are involved in administration, but also cutting mail order and wholesale and, and packing all of the kind of deliveries that leave the site and go elsewhere. Uh, so that uh, is an important part of our business as well nowadays, uh, where cheeses are bought online and bought for restaurants and go across the country. But still the bread and butter, the key part for me is this little shop uh, and, uh, and people coming in and tasting new cheeses. Now we've spoken about um, the supply and how it's changed and that there are more local makers. Yes. Uh, look ahead, this, this is Cheese Present, uh, Voices from the Dales Cheese Present, but what about Cheese Future? Where's it going in the next 10, 20 years? Well, I mean, I hope that we, it will continue down this route. You know, we're always keen to support and encourage new people to diversify their farm or young people to set up farming. You know, I think that the future the Dales relies on us creating unique different produce that, that, that is unique to us and we have some fabulous terrain up here we have some fabulous hay meadows um, and we should capture that and showcase that within the, within the flavors of what the cheeses we can make uh, and so i see a positive hopefully trend but um yeah so we, we're kind of kind of hopefully this this will continue and we'll go from having four producers locally to even if we could double it in the next five years i'd be really happy and lastly just a word on the cheese festival yes uh, it's a cheese festival here every day. That was my yeah. first thought when I turned up. Well, it's a great way of kind of um, showcasing what the region has, really, because there's many good cheesemakers throughout the north, and I think we should all kind of support each other and support the vibrancy of our, our local communities. Where have you come from today? Hi. Okay. So not so bad. <laughs> so on the other side of the cheese shop, we have cheesemongers and you're dressed in your green aprons. Yep. You're still wearing a mask and a lovely white cap which says, blessed are the cheesemakers. Absolutely. So, may I ask you to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name's Deb and I've worked for Andy and Kathy now at the Courtyard Dave for coming up to eight years. So I'm a, I'm a cheesemonger. Could you give me the customer experience? Absolutely. Give us your patter. Right. So as somebody come in, comes in the shop, we sometimes have somebody out on the window that would be tasting um, cheese out to them as people have to wait sometimes at the moment. So it would be, good morning, how are you today? Have you been to us before? And uh, we would give you a little board then and some taste of cheese. So for instance, this is a taste of Kirkham's Lancashire. Uh, and we work with Kirkham's, Graham Kirkham now, third generation of the family, was a grandma and was a mum. 
uh, and he is actually the only raw milk maker of traditional farmhouse Lancashire now anywhere. So this is actually our biggest seller, although we don't like to admit that in a Yorkshire cheese shop, do we? But uh, Lancashire is actually our biggest seller. Well, we are in the sort of border. Well, absolutely, we? but we're still, you know, we're Yorkshire, we're Yorkshire, aren't we? Uh, and from there on, I would go in then with a taste of something a little bit different, so we get the general idea of, of what the, the customer might like. So uh, we don't want to over-bombard start with us, the uh, taste buds get a little bit confused. So I may well go in with the cheddar type, but um, today I'm going to go in with uh, uh, St. James. So St. James is made up on the Holker estate, where Martin and Nicola tenant some land up there, and they milk their sheep and seasonally make the St. James, which is a washed rind cheese. So you get quite a funky, meaty cheese. Now, Martin and Nicola last year in the pandemic actually went out and bought some goats as well. So at the moment on the counter, we have got the St. James, which is sheep's milk. We have a patha which is the goat's milk equivalent um, that they've started making uh, this year. And we also have goshi on the counter, which is a mixture of 70% goat, 30% sheep's milk, slightly harder and more of a Tom style. Uh, we've also taken delivery this morning of some ingots, which are their new uh, lactic goat's milk cheese made in the shape of an ingot. So you've got a little twist there with Martin Gott and, and the ingot. So you'll start with something mild yep. like the Kirkham's Lancashire and build up. And then will you come over? I can see a lot of blue yep. cheese so here. So we may say to, some, to the customer then, is there anything you specifically want or any styles you would like to try? Or I will just give you maybe a taste of a blue from over there. So may well go in with the Leeds blue, which is our most local, uh, made by Mario and uh, Sonia who are now in Otley they start out in Adeline Leeds in their spare room and garage a few years ago so so we'll probably going with something a bit gentle like that to assess the taste buds and whether they want something really powerful it may seem like I'm asking a silly question, but do you like cheese? I absolutely love cheese. Now, I, w I have to admit that when I first started working for Andy and Cathy, I was a typical grab-it-off-the-supermarket-shelf person. Didn't eat blue cheese at all. I don't know if my mum had given me something a bit horrible in my uh, youth. But, uh, sorry, mum. Uh, but now absolutely love all the cheeses on the counter. Sometimes St. James, which I've talked about, can be a little bit too funky for me as I grew up on a farm. So you get some uh, farm memories there. But yeah, I absolutely love cheese. It's, um, it's an amazing product. Thank you for the whirlwind tour. And thank you for listening to Voices from the Dales Cheese Present from the Dales Countryside Museum and me, Andrew Fagg than what you would expect a Wednesday now to be. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Are you alright? Yeah. I'm just give you a little taste of something else and then I'll let you loose. You can direct me as to what it is you might be interested in. This is St Andrew's Cheddar.